show where you I'm sorry, that's not even my joke. Anyway, um hi. How you doing, Justin? I'm your host, Cayman Cruz. This is my co-host, Justin Reese. Um, yeah, that's that's at Kylo Reese on Twitter and Instagram and twitch.tv slash Kylo Reese. Okay. Early plugs. Early I'm plugs. K dot Cruz. K D O T C. Well listen, what if they don't what if they don't make it through the entire episode? That's true. Yeah. Um, Justin, I want to tell you a little bit about the best superhero movie of the year. Um, uh, and it's the one with Bats Spider-verse. in it. No, no, it's the one with Bats in it. Come oh, on, okay. man. Yeah. Um, Morbius. Get out. No, uh, I am looking forward to Nope, but. I don't think I'll watch Get Out anytime soon. Because we have to do it for the show, obviously. Yeah. See, he, in, in my head, I was like, the Batman is my most anticipated movie for 2022. And then the trailer for Note came out, and I was like, that's my most anticipated movie for 2022. And then I saw Morbius. And Justin, Sony loves to make early 2000 superhero movies can i ask can i ask you a question that I, that didn't really cross my mind until right now yeah what's up do i now have to watch this movie myself so i can not leave you alone to suffer no it's fine okay it it was an entertaining experience that i never want to see again okay was it fun it's fun because you went with people right yes yeah. but it was also like a lot happened. I feel like, I feel like the pacing was pretty good. Mm, mm. Full like, spoilers for Morbius. <sighs> Doctor Who dies. Uh! If anyone yells at me that actually he's called the Doctor, I don't do that. Don't do that. I grew up being one of those people. Don't do that to me. This is making me think of. <laughs> <laughs> It's making me think of that new meme where I forget, I forget what characters it is, but it's like, oh, I really like this one character that does this, this, and this. And then it's, his name is Earthbound. That one <laughs> is so funny because people keep doing it for Samus. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking like, too. Dude, the one that I saw was like, oh, I love that Halo guy in Super Smash Brothers. His name is Metroid. Yeah. Yeah. It's been cracking me up. That's good. I just want to say, we're not going to talk about Morbius on the show beyond what we have already. But I think it's astounding how Jared Leto puts so much dedication into uh, his form of method acting to deliver the most mediocre performances I've ever seen put to screen. Did you see, you saw what Mads Mikkelsen said, right? No, what did he say? He was like, it wasn't, it was obviously about Leto, but not about Leto in the sense that he was like, method acting is stupid. He's like, you're really going to put all this time and effort into something that you don't even know might be garbage. He was like, he was like, how good can it be if you couldn't realize it was going to be bad when you signed on and you didn't drop off of the, of the project. And I think this is really funny because literally like, last year there was a thing where Mads Mikkelsen was like I put he's like 
I put every ounce of effort into anything I'm in because it's the only thing that I'm focused on in the moment. And I, I think it's really funny, but also he's not a method actor. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. And I think there is like, I'm sure there's a real definition of method acting uh, that exists. I don't think what Jared Leto does is method acting. Mm-hmm. I do think that if you need to go to such great lengths to act as a character, maybe you're not a very good actor because you can't act as Especially when you constantly doing these things. deliver mediocre performances. Yeah. Did he win also, for... Jared Leto's a weirdo and has a lot of allegations against him. Yeah. So, Did he like win for lot. Dallas Buyers Club or was it just Matthew McConaughey that won for Dallas Buyers Club? I have no idea. Okay. Okay, because that's the one I want to... I have this... Ever since Joker, I have this desire to check out movies in which people have won Best best Actor for or Best Supporting Actor just to see if they actually deserved it. Yeah, because that's extremely fair. Because I don't believe it. Wow. I don't believe Joaquin it. Phoenix and I'm not, and I'm not talking about, like, ones where they clearly gave, like, what is it? Because that year that Matthew McConaughey won for Dallas Buyers Club, I probably would have gave it to Leo for Wolf of Wall Street, which mm-hmm. kind of goes against my new ideology that biopics shouldn't, any actor in a biopic shouldn't be up for best actor, in my opinion. Um, this is just how I feel now. Uh, given how many, how, like, the, how the past couple of years, <laughs> what is it? I was yeah. thinking, like, look, like, like, I feel like it's a little different when it comes to, like, Wolf of Wall Street or, like, Dallas Buyers Club. Because that's not, like, a celebrity, like a person, right? Or, like, a, like a historical figure. But, like, look at, like, how Gary Oldman won for playing Winston Churchill. Or, um, what's his name? Rami Malek won for playing Freddie Mercury. And all that kind of stuff, right? So I just think anyone that's doing like a biopic should not be eligible. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no, Jared Leto, yeah, because ever since the stuff with Suicide Squad, I was like, I remember being very conflicted because I was like, this is before I had the current ideology I do now towards uh towards all this sort of stuff but I was like really you're sending like dead rats to people and like use condoms or whatever just like on set to for for joker that I don't even know if this is the right vibe for that right and now I'm like oh no yeah totally like kick him off the movie kick him off the project if he's doing stuff like that and luckily Viola Davis was the only person he didn't mess with because I think there was some part of him that was like yeah, I'm not messing with Viola Davis. But there's so there's that. Then I think about how he was playing a balding middle-aged man in House of Gucci. Um and then I think about how for this movie they were talking about how committed he was to playing a disabled man that he would use his crutches to go to the bathroom until it ended up taking too long so they just decided to give him a wheelchair. To, to rush him over to the bathroom, and I'm like, stop. Justin? Yeah? He's in crutches for, like, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like 10 minutes. What a garbage human being. It, awful man. Awful. Awful. If you like Jared Leto, I'm not sorry. Educate we don't yourself. like you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't like you. Um. Yeah, yeah no. Um. Can we anyway, touch on... Morbius, worst superhero movie I've seen this year. Okay. I wanted to touch on one more Morbius thing, just for the sake of calling out how stupid it is. Yeah. I want to talk about the vulture. Dude. <laughs> Bro. I don't even... I don't even know what I want to say. I'm just like, can Sony stop trying to make their Marvel Universe work? Just stop. It's okay. Let it go. They're not going to get it right. (laughs) It's that. It's also like, if you want to do Spider-Man stuff, you now have avenues to go back to the old things that people actually like. Yeah. Give me the Amazing Spider-Man 3. Do something with Toby Spider-Man. Yeah. Stop. Stop this. Because they keep dancing around it so much. And it's like, are you going to commit or not? Yeah. Because I would would rather they full. Yeah. I would rather they just full commit. Because then at least it would be entertaining to me to see if they, you know, if they have a hit or not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Vulture suddenly appears in prison because of, you know, the multiverse stuff from No Way Home. And then they're like, oh, random man, Adrian Toomes appears in prison. He's been released because a dude just appeared in a prison cell. And then he and Morbius meet up and he's like, I think some guys like us could do some good. I'm like, Vulture wasn't trying to do good. Vulture is trying to watch out for his boys who aren't in this universe and make some money for his family. Why does he care? I bet you Michael Keaton was like, paycheck? All right. Yeah, without a doubt. (laughs) Without a doubt, of course. But also this fully means that they've squandered their original Sinister Six pitch even more. It's... It's so wild. It's insane. Yeah. I they reference the stuff in San Francisco, right? With Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Tyrese and his boy, who I thought was actually kind of funny, the his name was like Rodriguez, I think. The dude that was his partner. I can't trust you with uh Stop. Latino Stop. last names I, anymore. It was Rodriguez. You sure? Don't do that to me. Gonzalez. It was Officer Martinez. I'm sorry. Anyway. I can't believe you. It was Rodriguez. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pressed. Um, but yeah, they, they talk about that. And then later when Morbius is... Uh, he beats up a dude and he's like, who are you? He goes, I am Venom. I saw that in the trailer. Scary face. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny. Not because it's like smart or clever. There's there's anything to it. It just is funny. Yeah. I don't even want to say it's stupid. Like, it's just a thing. Yeah. I, it doesn't make any sense. 
Like, why would he know I am Venom? There's no reason. Nobody calls. It's nobody knows his name is Venom. I still have to see Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, you do. All right. Well, can I give my You're my about final Morbius for too long? Can I give my yeah. final thoughts on Morbius? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Not, I'm not gonna see that movie, but it makes me really sad because I do like Morbius as a character in comics and from like Spider-Man cartoons and whatnot. Um. And I'm sad. There's like absolutely no way I want to see him, aka Jared Leto, interact with any of the MCU, um, or Blade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really like the the look of his powers for the most part. That's the thing that annoyed me is that I like full I like the full CGI evil not evil but like monster Morbius. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like when he moves, there's this like shadowy trail about oh, him and okay. everything that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and he has this echolocation power yeah. that's really cool. The only issue I have with it is it gives him Rick and Morty eyes, which I think is really funny. That is funny. Yeah. Like it straight up looks exactly like the Rick and Morty eyes, and it was making me laugh. Why would it be his but- eyes though? Well, his ears also change, but, you know, just another visual thing. But there's some really cool visual stuff that's like, if this movie was made in 2007, it would bang. <laughs> if this was a 2007 superhero movie, yeah, cinema, we would like it. Would we? I'm not saying we would like... I'm not saying it would be like Blade, where we actually really like it. I'm thinking but in more the same like, way that like, like Ghost Rider. In in the way that yeah, like Ghost Rider, or the way that I can fondly look back on like the first Fantastic Four. Okay. You know stuff like that, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, this was the time, and this was the movie, and I liked it. But the fact that this movie was made in 2022 is like. It wasn't made in 2022. It was made in like 2019. And then right. it took three years to point. come out. That's not the point. You know what I mean. I know, but it's just funny to think about how long it took to get here. Yeah. And it was worth it, Justin. Every minute. The greatest superhero movie. That's what Tyrese thinks. Is that Morbius? What are we actually talking about on the show today? Well, I wanted to take I wanted to I wanted to stay in twenty nineteen. Right? Oh, okay. Um, the happiest year of my the life. The happiest year of my life. Um, and I wanted to talk about one of my favorite shows of all time. The Wire. Russian Doll. Wire's good, too. No, I know. Yeah. This is a segment that we're going to start doing. It's called uh, Put You On, where we... Uh, Put you on to stuff. I don't think it's not going to be every week. No, it's going to be every now and then. Just like all our other segments we have, we'll just do it sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it's not limited to to like just like television or whatever. It's like anything that we find interesting. Movies, books, books, comics. Yeah, music. Yeah, not music. 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 Isn't that Zach Stintz's Twitter? Oh, I don't know. I'm think I'm talking about like the the elevator music. Oh no, no, I know, but I but it made yeah. me think of of Zach Stintz, the the screenwriter. Maybe. Yeah. Um. 
Cam. Hmm? I love the show with all my heart. Hey, I do too. You put me onto this I show. I did. I put everyone onto this. You did. And I, it's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, that, yeah. Cause it was like, what is it? It came out in like February of 2019 and I didn't get to it till like March, I think. Cause everyone kept talking about it. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but like, let me see it for the culture. You know, let me, you know, let me, let me, let me get into it. And I started off one episode and it just, it just sunk its claws like right into me. And I watched the entire thing in one go and had like an entire like emotional existential, like not crisis per se, but like it was, it was a, it was an experience, right? You had, you had an experience of self-actualization. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I told you about it. I told, I told Ash about it. I told everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Told everybody about it. Right. Um, you know, because there's only been there's only been a few other like pieces of media to really like hit me on like a like a like a spiritual level, I guess, right? And it's really funny because going back to it, I, I you know I should say what the show is for people who don't know. So essentially, yeah. uh, 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 a woman named Nadia Volvikov, played by the excellent Natasha Leone. Um, um, my, my role model, uh, keeps reliving her 36th birthday, except it's not essentially reliving in, in the sense of like, oh, she just like Groundhog's Day, like wait, or no, does he die in Groundhog's Day? He dies in Groundhog's Day every now and then, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, she keeps dying and gets reset back to like the exact moment that she turned 36, right? And it takes her a while to really put together what keeps happening because at first she's taking it as just sort of like a dream or like, you know, like she's tripping, right? But eventually she's like, no, I keep dying and coming back and it's really getting to me. And mild spoilers because it occurs like right in like the middle of like, the show Mm -hmm. but eventually we're spoiling russian doll (laughs) are we gonna do the whole thing i don't know if we'll do the whole thing but we are gonna spoil yeah enough that you can well no i mean i get yeah not too much yeah this is put Put you you on on. yeah i don't want you to yeah but she meets another person that keeps having the same thing happen to him his name is alan and he's played by why am i forgetting his name why am i forgetting his name Look up his name while I while I while I pitch the show. All right, okay. Um, Carry on. And so essentially, they begin to work together to try and figure out why this is happening to them, and it involves a bunch of series of like moral crises and you know existentialism and like trying to figure out life, and then it gets into like a lot of different sci-fi Charlie topics. Charlie Barnett. Charlie Barnett. Thank you. I don't know why I forgot his uh, his name. Um, but yeah, it, um, it, it deals with a lot of, a lot of things regarding, you know, whether or not you're a good person, whether you're not a bad person, what it means to be alive really. Um, mm-hmm. and it gets really sci-fi. I think the, 
the last two episodes, well, the la- the second to last episode really becomes like straight up horror to a certain degree. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know me, I like weird stuff. Yeah. And Russian Doll is like odd and then it's peculiar and then it's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. I want to let people know, though, if they decide to check this out, right? Because if you haven't and you're a person I've been talking to for a very long time and you just haven't checked out Russian Doll, what are you doing? Um, But there is no, like, answer as to why exactly, like, why this happens to them. Yes. So I want you to go in knowing that it's not about the mystery the mystery of why well i mean the mystery is why does it happen but there's no answer right essentially yeah. it's about what are we going to do to get out of it and there is an answer to that right mm-hmm. um which i like and i like that there is no answer to why did this happen there's lots of theories and explanations too. and there's sort of like some semblance of resolution of like why why were we put in this scenario, but not why is this happening, right? Yeah, and I like I like when we don't sweat the mechanism of how the story works. Too yeah, much. yeah, which is why I like one of the reasons why I like Looper so much, because they're straight up like, but that's not how time travel works, and not in the end game way of like here are established ways of yeah. time travel that we're saying don't work. It's like no, but this isn't that doesn't make sense. Wouldn't that cause whatever? And Bruce Willis is just like, bro ignore it it yeah. doesn't matter yeah and it's like yeah i like that yeah for know? the for the sake for the sake of the argument buy into what i'm establishing to you not pre-established ideas right suspension of disbelief yeah yeah um so i really like that aspect i like how i like how sci-fi it gets but also at the same time it's a lot of just vibing out and and like pondering, <laughs> pondering life and your choices. Yeah, it's such a microcosm of like being an adult. Yeah. In one sense, like being an adult and examining your relationships and the choices that you've made to get you here, and you know who you are and how you live and what you want to change about those things. If you're someone who really likes to have imaginary conversations or scenarios in your head. I feel like this really scratches the itch because since they can die again and again, there are ways that scenarios play out differently depending on how they react. And there's a lot of different outcomes, even from the same uh, instance, right? The stairs. Yeah. That's not even what I'm talking about. No, I know. I just, Um, it came to mind. But but then a lot of people like contradict themselves given like the same information, right? Like the same thing I said to somebody 10 seconds ago. Well, 10 seconds ago on the show, they have a different reaction to it in another, in an, you know, in another way. Right. I'm thinking specifically of Maxine played by Greta Lee. Yeah. And I I love, I love her. She's great. But there's a lot of times where she like contradicts herself across different timelines. Mm-hmm. Um and it's really amusing to me. And then even um what's his name? Mike, the 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 professor, right? Now he's just he's he's awful. Also, I remember bag. Huh? 
scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. I remembered a joke about them saying he looks like Jack Nicholson or something. But it wasn't in the show, so I think I said that maybe. Yes. Um, I think that's something that you said to us. Maybe. Because he looks just like Jack Nicholson. Like he's he, like Yeah, a, no, there is Yeah. There is a real resemblance there. Yeah. Um <laughs> Um We all used to hang out at a coffee shop called Poopies up on the strip. <laughs> um Sorry. But I wanna hang out at Poopies with Jack Nicholson. Me I'm too. Not gonna I just wanna you. hang out with Jack Nicholson, to be honest. Okay, but imagine hanging out with Jack Nicholson at Poopies on the well, strip. Well yeah, of course. Of course. Jack Jack in his prime be crazy um my dinner with jack at poopies <laughs> um but yeah so i love her but i think what is it and shout out to what's her name is it lucy the 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 lesbian chick the uh what's her name's partner max's not partner? max's partner is it not no Mac, Mac, Maxine's the Asian girl and then oh, there's yeah. the other white girl the lesbian white girl I think her yes. name's Lucy um, maybe I got confused because I think her name's Lucy and then I think uh, John's uh, John's daughter is also named Lucy but this is my thing because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bringing them up because I love I love the supporting cast supporting cast is great um, but I just want to give I think I might have thought that Max and Lucy were together the first time I watched it, and then remarked to myself, "That's not the case." The second time I watched, no, it, yeah, well, you know, it. yeah, because because Lucy is is uh is banging the twenty uh, two year old. Yes. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. Which I mean, poly relationships are a thing, but like that's not that's not the case yeah, here. Yeah. Um. But no, I want to give a special shout out to uh I believe it's Yol Vasquez as. John, Nadia's ex-boyfriend, whose yeah. life uh, she ruined essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love I love his performance because I love seeing I love seeing him get fed up with Nadia over a ton of different reasons, which are all essentially the same reason. Um, because he wants to be with her, but also she's she's can't allow herself to be with him but also she doesn't want to be with him and i also don't think he wants to be it's just like a circular like like so many different reasons why they shouldn't be together um it's like the the most grown-up of problems yeah for a relationship you know yeah um where it's like you grow so familiar to the other person that it's like you don't even want each other anymore yeah it's just that's just it but i do I do like the moments that, like, uh, what is that it? Jada and that Will love. Oh, no. Why would you say that? I'm sorry. Why would you say that? <laughs> I'm sorry. It no, but. in my head. But I I think that Natasha Leone and Yul Vasquez had really great chemistry because you can see the moments where they are, like, into each other and you believe it, but then also the moments where they are really frustrated with each other. Um, And I feel bad for John. I feel so bad for John. Yeah. Um, he's the victim <laughs> yeah like straight up I know Nadia's dying every day but John is the victim absolutely and I love the moment when what is it when she and Alan start 
like working together and he's talking about how I think this is like moral punishment for like being a bad person, whatever. And she's like, I'm not a bad person. Right. She's like, I just gave everybody an opportunity to tell me if I'm a bad person and no one did. And then she explains the entire situation with John to him. And he's like, you, you ruined that dude's life. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) And she's just trying to breeze past it, whatever. Um, I love, I love this whole show, man. Like, I really do. Like, it, I, there's, I don't think, it didn't, it definitely didn't hit me as hard this time around seeing it, because I watched it, like, three times when I, when it first came out. So this is my first time seeing it in, like, over, over three years. But it didn't hit me this hard this time around, mainly because I remembered every, almost every aspect of the mystery, Right. And I think that's the only reason, but like the ending and like all of this, like reflection and like, uh, uh, that, that still really sticks with me. Um, and I just, I love it, man. Like it's such a, it's such an excellent show. Cause it's such a fun, obviously, uh, time, time loops, and uh, uh, Groundhog's Day type scenarios are things that I like. I mean, like I really like that. I've never actually seen Groundhog's Day. I haven't either. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't know. Yeah. No. No. I haven't seen Groundhog's Day, <laughs> which I which I, it feels important to mention. I also need to watch Palm Springs, which everyone was talking about last year with uh, Andy Samberg and Kristen Malati, because it's another time loop sort of nice. thing. Um, um, the Adventure Zone podcast one of the campaigns they do is a, a time. Loop. Really? And I've thought about like, that would be so much fun to do. So I don't, I mean, that I feel would like be that's really more fun of a one shot type more, thing. Mm, I'd let that go on for, for if it was me, which it would never be as we, we tell I'll never it be. It can be. No, I'd like it be. to be. It'll never be me. I can never DM. Um, let me be a player. I'm begging you, please. Um, free me no but no that'd be really fun I'd, it'd be really fun to have everyone solve a mystery and constantly try and collect information yeah but then also have and like I, a hard when reset I say one shot <laughs> i don't mean one shot in the real way that people say D one shot no. i mean one shot the way a one shot would go for us yeah no yeah, we for do sure. it for like six sessions yeah 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 we like D and don't know if we've established that yeah we're about to start playing again i'm really excited yes, me too um that's no, but that sounds really interesting. That makes me want to check out Adventure Zone again because I I listened to like the first two episodes and I was like this is fun and then I just kind of fell off. Um, as is the case with most things in in if my you, life. Okay, there is I think a shortened version of that first episode that condenses all the important stuff and cuts out half the like setup for the game things. So if you want to get back into it, I'd recommend doing that. But okay. honestly, it's one of my favorite long form storytelling stories that has been told. Yes. You've, you've, you've told this to me many times before. Cause by the time, the fact that these dudes who are just, it's just a family game of D and D where they're just being clowns just and making guys being jokes and stuff becomes such a, like an epic tale that has so much emotion behind yeah. it. When one of the main characters is a wizard named taco. Yeah. Man, yeah. to me, 
that cinema. That cinema. Yep. 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 Um, where was I on the time loop thing? No, yeah, I'd love it because it's just it's a time loop thing. But then there's a lot of like self reflection and wisdom to be found within the show, and then also oh hi, this just... is sorry to interrupt you again, but this is another reason I think you should check out a race because it's not quite a time loop, mm-hmm. but it is a mechanism similar that lends itself to a mystery, okay. which is one of the reasons why it's I think the you anime, watch it. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Still on Netflix. Okay. I'm down to watch it with you because it's short. I mm, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's it's a, there's a lot of things I love because I love just hanging out. Also, just vibing in this this one like section of New York. I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> like it's just it's very New York. Yes, it's such a good feeling of like here is the city and it's not about the city. It's about this story about this woman and all this stuff yeah. and like her life and all, all the ways that that functions. But like there is such a heavy New York tinge to the whole thing. Well, that yeah. it's like, yeah. Cause it's all, everyone's it. like, it. it's all weird. Right. And everyone's kind of like, okay, whatever. Only people that like she directly interacts with are like, you're being a weirdo right now. Yeah. Right. But then also everyone's like, everyone like can talk to people like just random strangers and it's not weird. Like that's the thing about being in LA is like nobody really talks to anybody because mm-hmm. why would you do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, even I, and, and it it's not, it feels hypocritical, but like I don't want to talk to random strangers, even though I want to yeah. talk to random strangers sometimes, you know? Yeah. See somebody with a cool shirt. I get ang- I, like I get anxiety pending. like trying to compliment strangers because I don't want to. Whenever I think about me complimenting a stranger in public, whether it's a dude or like a woman or any you know anyone, um, I feel like I don't want to come off as a as a creepy like man. You know. No, I get that, <laughs> but like, I always. I just do it and move right along because I like I'm not trying to use it as an in to start conversation. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I feel like, you know, just the way that I'm like, hey, cool shirt. Or, you know, I really like, you know, your yeah. hair or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, all right, have a nice day. And then I'm gone. Like, yeah. I don't care. I, I feel like that absolves it of any like, oh, can I have your number? Yeah. You know, I feel like like the only places where I can like compliment people on on stuff is like if i go to like a convention or like if i go to disneyland i went to i went to a uh convention last week and i got a lot of compliments on my my green leather jacket right and i felt i felt it is i felt very fulfilled because i've worn that out many times people like oh cool but like it's constant like i met a cosplayer i follow and she was like i really like your jacket and i was like yeah yeah um but you know it's weird anyway no yeah the yeah new york very much a a character and atmosphere part of the uh part of the show and i love it And it's a fun new york friend group that she has too yeah we need to we need to are you oh we no well yeah we put off talking about atlanta but we need uh to have that a, a new york trip 
similar to the current season. Well, not similar exactly, but, you know, just vibes, vibing out in, in New York, like Atlanta and Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, that's the plan. No, I know. No, I know. But I, that's what I'm thinking about, that that, that We're group gonna dynamic. We're going to make it more days than we mean to just because we're living we end up staying for a whole month no i'm telling you i'm gonna enter i'm gonna enter my new york arc one day and we're all gonna be worse for it listen man if you're in new york that's cool i'm with it me too me too like we'll see for a bit you have to go back but you know well, no of course yeah i mean la is always going to be home right and right now yeah. la is like the spot where everything yeah. i need to do or want to do is here what about nyu why would i go to nyu why would i go to college <laughs> that's a great question <laughs> i don't have the answer i dropped i out. found out <laughs> <laughs> I, I read a thing earlier that uh, colleges were tuition free up until the 60s when more um, people of color started trying to get into, uh, you know, colleges, universities, and all that kind of stuff. So then they started in, uh, uh, institutionalizing, I guess. That's not the word. Instituting? Instituting, I guess. I keep feeling like that's the, like that's the wrong word. Maybe I do need to go to college. Um Maybe, instituting a tuition maybe you just need to read a book yeah you're right i got the black dahlia right there one of these days one of these days that's gonna be on put you on <laughs> in in your backpack you bring to the studio every time yeah well because you dahlia. listen i carry it with me anytime i go somewhere because i never know when i'm gonna finally crack it open Never know. This is my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> this book I haven't finished. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that uh like that uh DC Comics encyclopedia I have at home. My Bible. <laughs> I gotta stop I gotta st- we gotta stop talking like this before before people get mad at me. Um <laughs> why, why would they get mad at hey, you? Hey man, I don't know if any of my family members listen to this, but you know most of my family is super religious. Yeah. I mean, if it makes anybody feel better, like, I'm a believer. I'm not very religious, but you know. But you're I don't not, think that makes anything but you're, better. I was like, anyone. you're not in the family, though. That's the thing. I'm not saying your family. I'm well, just yeah, saying anybody who feels some well, kind yeah. of way about it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm agnostic. Which means I'm too much <laughs> of a. Yeah, it means I'm too much of a coward to be an atheist. Yeah. Um, the community joke is immediately. Yeah. Where my head went. Yeah. Um, where were we? Russian doll, though. Russian doll. I don't know what Russian else. Doll. I don't know what else I have to say beyond the fact that I love the show and I can't wait for season two, which comes out I, next week. If you like time loops or like, if you like things outside of the norm, and if you like weird things as i do and uh you are into shows that really examine the characters that hold the center of the show uh check out russian doll because it's really good yes 
Absolutely. Um, I love it. Thank you for telling me about it. You are very welcome. And now I hope the people listen and they go, I too will see Morbius and Russian Doll. Mm. <laughs> Only one of those is true. Please don't go see Morbius. Matt Smith is great in it, though. I wish they would let him act in good things that weren't Terminator Genesis. Go see Sonic 2. I wanted to, but I wasn't the one who picked the movie. Yeah. So. I will. I still need to see Sonic 1. You do. Yeah. It's it's fun. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um. So, yeah, that's that's this week's Put You On segment. I hope it's a segment that you enjoy. Um, yeah. Very, very. If you'd like glad, to put yeah. us on, don't. Yeah, we don't work that way. No, that's a joke. I don't work that way. If you tell me something, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll mentally add it to a list. Yeah. But that list will get shuffled around in into like the closet, and I won't find it until I do some spring cleaning. I'm like, oh, you know what? I should I should get into this. Um, I mean, if from listening to the show, you feel like you have some handle on our tastes, which you may not have, <laughs> even if you do listen. You know, we like, you like, we like, something... we love Batman. We never want to <laughs> stop watching Batman. <laughs> Don't lie to them. Stop that. Uh, Batman. You know, I, I wouldn't complain about recommendations, especially if it's like, I'd like to hear you talk about this thing on the podcast. Sure, that makes sense. You know, you are a like you're much more open to recommendations than I am, though. That's the thing. I like to experience stories outside of like what I would consider my wheelhouse. Yeah. Also, while watching the trailer for Bullet Train once more, I came to fully realize how much it's like exactly the type of story that we would tell together. Yeah. A little, I guess, maybe. No, I feel like, I mean, this is just from the trailer, mm-hmm. so you know, mm-hmm. who knows what the actual movie yeah, is. Yeah, we would be also like. uh, cast Brian Tyree Henry in whatever we make. Yeah, yeah, we would. Now I gotta He's find Mr. Bloom. I gotta find. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta find places to put Brian Tyree Henry in every single thing that I write ever. Yes. Yeah. No, but seriously, like, just us thinking about the visual aesthetic we'd want for our thing mm-hmm. and the the cultures that we want to take from and yeah. all that stuff yeah. we would totally come up with something like bullet train yeah because the style of action that it is and like the you need to get this thing in the case like all of it yeah. is so our blend and i think that's funny. i feel like if i threw any of the stuff i have at you and was like, yo, give me your version of this. It would probably end up similar to, to similar to that. Cause I have one thing that I feel would like fit somewhat within like this style of, of action movie. And if I was like, give me the cam take on it, you know, it'd work out. Um, yeah, that's put you on love Russian doll. In like two weeks, That's we'll probably talk about season two because it drops in the middle of the week next week, which means we won't talk about it on next week's podcast. Yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, maybe April or May we will check it out. So that gives you time to uh, watch both seasons. I'm gonna, yeah, no, I'm, no, yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch season one again sometime this week. 
before the new season. Um, depending on if I have to go to like work in the middle of the week, I think I'm going to like one shot season two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and I don't, I don't think you will, which is why I'm saying like no. two weeks from now we'll, no. we'll do it. But yeah. No, but I'd also like to give anyone who's listening who wants to check out Russian Doll the sure. chance to see both. Sure, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, we have to start Star Wars soon. Oh, my gosh. Because you said you're May, right. and I was like, wait a minute. We did. I was like, that's far away. Why is he saying no? It's not. It's not far away Crap. anymore. Force oh. Awakens soon. <sighs> I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I'm not, but I am. I'm... I've had so much to say about the sequel trilogy for so long. <laughs> and I just... <laughs> you know how white people be like, this is our Black Panther? This is your yeah. Night Watch. <laughs> oh, man. I love... My favorite thing that I saw was like... uh people on the spectrum the batman is our black panther (laughs) i was like honestly good for you man oh all this to say uh friendship ended with bruce wayne nadia volvakov is my new best friend use that picture no i will no 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 that was that was part of the reason that's part of the tweet out the i know that was part of the reason i asked you to make it all right cool i was like yeah Less friendship, more personality. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Is it bleeding through? Am I less stoic now? Am I more... Do I have the heart and soul of a 36-year-old redhead? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. That's a, Actually, that's a really good segue into the next topic. It is. Wow. Wow. So, um, part of the reason... I love Russian Doll is that the first time I saw it, I, for some reason, watching it this time, I'm like, I don't get it, but I get it. I related so much to uh, Nadia Volvakov's character, I guess. I don't, well, I know, I guess that would be some, I was going to say, I don't think I'm a terrible person, but, you know, definitely I haven't done as many bad things as Nadia probably has. You in her life. Anyone's life, I haven't ruined anyone's life Besides that mine. I know of. Um, I don't know you. Who are you? This is how he does it. <laughs> um, no, but there was so much about like her personality and how she carried herself and how she talked to people that I think, you know what? Maybe that is like some somewhat aspirational to me, right? We were talking about you, you mentioned having like an aspirational character. That you attach you, but that's the point of the segment. The, this this segment, yeah. less of a segment, more of a topic for this week, um, is characters that we self-identify with, right? And I guess I guess in terms of that, Nadia, I f- I feel like there are some qualities of hers that I share, but there are also a lot of qualities that I I would like to share with her, um, like how brash she is to a certain degree um but there's so much of of her personality and like her i don't know i just thought it was really funny that this this uh (laughs) 
this middle-aged woman with her funny voice and her uh, her demeanor was something that I related to, but also just the way she carries herself in this time loop situation felt like exactly how I would go through it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I definitely saw that too. Yeah. Whenever I was watching it. Yeah. Well, that was I'm the like, thing. Yeah, no, Justin would do that. Yeah, no, that was the thing because I remember it was very validating aside from like having everybody watch the thing that I said they should watch to be like, man, that really is you, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was, it was, it's really funny to me. Um, and I don't think I felt, yeah, I didn't, I don't think I felt it as much this time around, but I, it was still like, I'm like, that's, I felt like I was viewing it from a more objective standpoint, her, her character this time around rather than, fully soaking in being like, yo, I would say that I would do that. This would be me. Not as terrible, but you know, this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I, hundred percent. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about some characters you self identify with Kim. Um, I would say the, the first one that always comes to mind for me is Peter Parker, but that's a lot more aspirational than like, I am Peter yeah. Parker. You asked you know me. I mean? You asked me if there's any characters I would say, and I was gonna say that, but I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I I can say that I've had moments where I've been like dealing with something difficult, mm-hmm. and I know this is super lame, but you know this is who I am. I'm sorry, baby. You got to deal with it. It's like I and I want to give up, <laughs> and I'm like, Spider Man wouldn't give up. I'm not giving up. Spider-Man gets knocked down and keeps going. I got to keep going. So I do. Yeah. And that makes me feel like a dude at the gym who's like, Goku would get stronger, (laughs) and I don't want to feel like that, but here I am. Hey, man. Uh, That segues really good into my next one, which is uh, Azuku Midoriya. Ah, yes. Deku. Yes. Your boy. Because watching the show again and seeing this, like, this nerdy, emotional teenager who's so obsessed with superheroes mm-hmm. and like will fight for his dream, no matter how unrealistic it is. I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, that's, <clears throat> Oh, that's me. That's crazy. Yeah. And I like, I didn't realize how much he is a character meant to me fully until I watched the show again. And I was like, that's how I am. Like <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I that's, live. Yeah. 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 To to the degree of like interacting with my friends and trying to make sure everyone's good yeah. and like t- <laughs> the ways in which I reach out to people yeah. and like I'm a lot snarkier and more rude than Deku. Oh yeah, of course, absolutely. You are without yeah, a doubt. Without a doubt, I don't know why you would even compare yourself to God, Deku. <laughs> um. <laughs> but like, there's there's so many traits that I that I identified with. Yeah, with him. I have some more, but I've done two now, so I, I feel like I well, should no, but that's okay. So that's really that's really funny because that sets up the next one I wanted to get into for a, in, a very different point. But then also, I'm glad you established more of who you actually are, right? Like, a, like a yeah. you know somebody who operates as you are. But the one I want to touch on first is I. This is at a point in which you. So we all we all agree racism is taught, correct? Yeah. Which is a scary way to start off this topic, but I just would but I It you know. is. I have no so, idea where you're so, going. 
you know, but like, the but Red like, Skull. no, no, no. <laughs> but like, as a kid, like, race isn't like a super like prevalent thing to you, right? Like, as you grow older, sure. you learn more about like, you know, different cultures and like different experiences and whatnot, right? Yeah. So I didn't learn, obviously, I didn't learn about Miles Morales until I was like 13. But for me, it was a big deal because he was like around, almost around the same age as me. And I'm not Puerto Rican. I can't stop saying Puerto Rican, by the way. Um, oh my gosh. This man watched West Side Story and <laughs> it was over. I'm not, no, no, no. But like, it was like, it, it was it was crazy because I was like, yo, it's this black and Latino kid and he's Spider-Man. And he's not the same type. Like, people were like, oh, Miles is a Peter clone. And I'm like, he's not. They, they had, like, he is way much more level-headed than Peter ever was. Right? Especially in high school. Yeah. <laughs> but he still has that same tendency to get in over his head and, like, try and, like, make it, you know, try and make things as as, as right as he can. Like, that's within his you know, his, his possibility of, uh, of actions. Um, so it was very, it was very interesting to me. I really started this off with racism is taught, right? You, you really No, but did. like, but you yeah. know what I'm saying, right? Like, it's like, yeah. it's not a thing. I, I, I never thought about like my race or like my ethnic identity until like, around the time I found Miles. And so it was very nice to have someone like him as a sort of like role model to be like, here's this dude, here's this mixed dude trying to do his best. Right. That's what I always, yeah. that's what I always break it down to. Cause that's what I, that's really, that's one of the, <laughs> that's one of the ways I look at myself. of like, here's this mixed dude trying to do his best. He might not always know what what his best is or what he can actually do but he's gonna try right no um but i actually am george costanza slash larry david oh my god i'm pretty sure you knew i was gonna get here uh i had a feeling yeah yeah i am this is why you started with racism yeah this is why i started racism no um (laughs) But I really like I I didn't realize it was a it was actually like this was actually who I was until people started calling me Larry David in high school, mm. and then I and then I put together Larry David is or George Costanza is just Larry David self insert in Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, no wait that's me like like I'm constantly stressed out all the time I'm constantly yelling. Excuse me. It's super windy outside. Um, I'm I'm like cooking up shenanigans, but then also getting into things that like I really like are way out of my control. That I sh- like situations that I should not be in, and I'm just like, well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just you know, but but then when I lose my cool, I'm like freaking out, and I'm like, this is all crazy, and everyone's very amused by how how annoyed and and crazy I'm being. Yes. 100%. Um, yeah. cuz it's cuz it's never anything that I should really be that upset about. Um and I'm really I'm just a a small balding man trying to do his worst. 
That's not true. See, it's too, there's, there's two sides of the coin. It's either on Miles Morales or George Costanza. That's such a funny coin to have. Yeah. I have three that came to my head for you whenever you were talking. Uh-huh. Um, but before I get into those, I want to, you know, I still have stuff that I want to do for me. But we are, if you took Jeff Winger and dispersed his personality between Troy and Abed, that would be us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's super. That's super good. I'm right. Yeah, you are right. Because that was the thing. I never knew which character I self-identified with on Community. Because, to be honest, they're all awful. <laughs> they're, they're all yeah. really bad. Yeah. At least with Seinfeld, I, I, I'm like, no, wait, that is that is me. It's not like I want to be George. It's just I am George. Yeah. But, you know. Um, wow, you're super right. I'm right. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, what came to my head is there are things, there are traits in Matt Murdock as a character uh, in the show, but more more so in comics. For you like, or for me? For you. Oh, okay. That I feel like apply to you. That's really funny. Don't ask me to boil them down. It just fit in my head as you were talking. No, that's really that's really funny because because Mark Wade's Daredevil is very influential to me as like a comic book reader, and then also the show. Yeah. Very yeah. influential to any of the stuff I want to make. So that's honestly, that's endearing and worrying at the same time. <laughs> cause I don't, yeah, that's cause I don't reaction. know, I don't know what, what parts you mean, but like, all right. Um, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Oh man. Yeah. That's you. Yeah, that is me. A lot of comic book characters. I have a lot of comic book characters. And the third one was Lobo. But we've talked about that before. That feels more. That feels more in, <clears throat> in the aspirational sense, though. Not aspirational I as I want to be, but like the potential is there. Yeah. Yeah. You have your moment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. My aspirational one is Superman. Um, no. Boy Scout. Kyle Rayner is one that I've always like identified with because he's an artist. Yeah. You know, he's like a an actual physical, mm-hmm. I draw things artist. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I, there's other aspects of his character that I think fit you, which I think is funny. Like what? Um, Just the struggle. There's this one, this <laughs> one book. I, that's what it is. I'm being so serious. So there's this one. It's a novelization of his origin, right? And it's a great book. I love it. I can't remember the name right now. Um, but man, that man is going through it to the point that like, you know how in comics when when Iron Man's like, we have money yeah. and Peter throws his arms around him and he's like, oh, thank yeah. God. It's like Batman does that for Kyle. Yeah. And he's like, this is a loan. You have to pay me back. And he's like, "I like money? Like I get money for yeah. this? And he's like, I'm also getting you a doctor's appointment because you need to get checked out yeah. because you've been living on the edge. And he goes to the doctor and the doctor is like, man does not live by pizza alone. Please, I'm begging you, get it together. Oh, yeah, that like, does sound like me. Oh, man, that's very yeah. specific. So what we are learning here today is that you are a very good-natured, like good, friendly person 
with no. dreams of being a good no. guy and i'm just struggling i'm trying every single character that we've named not... is just trying to stay together that's not what i meant but that's what it is that's what it is that's what it sounds like i know that's how it's coming across who's a piece of garbage that i'm like i don't know i keep trying to think of characters that i can say for you but like I said, I'm I keep Bowser. I keep shut up. <laughs> You're Bowser. I'm Wario. <laughs> uh, oh I'm God. gonna win. Uh, I'm Bowser because I grab you and then throw both of us off the ledge together. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um Okay, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of somebody for you. I'm trying to think of somebody for you. I'm looking at stuff. I'm looking at stuff. Um, I'm going to say you're like Jet from Cowboy Bebop. That is super correct. Yeah. 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 Wow. Because you yeah. you got you got your own stuff going on. And sometimes mm-hmm. you be going through it. And then just like when it resolves, you're like, ah, well. That's the way it is, um, you know? Yeah. But then you're also I'm like, so but chill. you are also like super there for everyone else, right? And then when people don't listen to you, you're like, bro, I'm just trying to tell you how it is. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about myself right now. When I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those fights that Jet and Spike have are how some of our conversations go. Yeah. Where I'm like, if you're going <laughs> to, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who else? I don't mean this in a one to one. A lot of you know what? It's, it's annoying because I'm just I'm painting you as a bunch of like big brother figures right now. But but I was well, gonna I mean, say I've been told that I have this very specific type of dad energy. Well, you don't have dad energy to me. Not to you, daddy. But I've been told by other people. I've gotten so many like yeah, steamroll right past that, sandbag it, sandbag it completely. Are you processing what I said just now? So you can see it in your face. Wait. No, go back. Say it again. Oh, I said daddy. I didn't hear it. I just straight up didn't hear it. I, mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway. No, I've been given so many, like, unnecessarily complimentary ones that are like, this is you. Yeah. And they're like, they're too good. Cam, well, listen, this is the thing you have to, you have to face. Everyone likes you. You're a good person. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. But I'm also a garbage well, man. Yeah, I'm also yeah. Awful well, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, that goes well with what I'm about to say next because I was going to say Sokka. Yes. Yeah. This is one that I thought of. Yeah. 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 No, but people have told me, like, you remind me of Aladdin. You, I've been compared to Disney princes. Aladdin. People have, people have given me. Disney princes? Uh, All right. Hold on now. You can't be getting compared to Disney princes. I have been. I don't. I don't see it. Mm. But, you know, I have been. I feel like uh, a combination of the fat guy from Mulan and the skinny guy from Mulan. If you put those two together. And then I'm the short one. And you're the short (laughs) one. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going with that. (laughs) Man. Um, Wolverine. No, but I've like someone said Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I see it. That's definitely a more humorous, humorous version. That's definitely your humor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I th- grabbing the guitar and just screaming. Yeah, I thought about one for me again. 
um, Huntress, but specifically the Huntress from the Birds of Prey movie. Yeah, I'm <laughs> nodding my head very vehemently right now. 100%. Yeah, because I looked over and I and I, and I I saw, because, you know, I brought some stuff to decorate. I brought the Birds of Prey DVD because, you know, it's one of my favorite DC movies. An aspirational one for you is Black Canary. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I said this on the podcast before. I was like, I definitely, I I would love to be Black Canary, but I can't decide if I'd rather be or be with Huntress, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. that. Um, I remember before I saw Encanto, yeah. Ash was like, hey, there's a character you remind me of in there. And I was like, okay. And then as a joke, I was like, the strong one, the muscly Louisa? one. And she was like, yeah, that was the one. Louisa? Well, I hadn't seen the movie yet. Yeah, Louisa. That's funny. But like, I thought about it and I thought of like, the the lengths I have to go to sometimes mm-hmm. to to do things for Thought other about people. about the best song in the movie. Yes. No, but like, I was like, huh, bro. I was watching that song, almost tears in my mm-hmm. eyes, just like, man, maybe I should, <laughs> maybe I should like be a little bit easy on myself. Mm-hmm. And I am not to the level Louisa is, where it's like, oh I, no, I know yeah, how to no, no, decompress yeah. and do all that. But like in that moment, I was like. <laughs> that latino trauma yeah. yeah yeah see i don't have that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's happening no i yet. know me either i just that's just i don't have it i don't have that uh i don't have that part um all right who's a snarf from thundercat shut up <laughs> No, I'm just thinking of the bloopers. Um, <laughs> we are both Sly Cooper. Okay. Yeah. The Murray. I mean, it'd be funny to say you're the Murray, but you're not. I'm not. You're not. Jump and press the circle button. To do what, Bentley? Sly. That's my Bentley What's voice. What's your Bentley voice? All four people my who Bentley have played Sly car. Cooper are like, whoa, that was don't, don't say pretty that. bad. Don't, don't, don't say that. Would it become, would it become like Snyder, like cultist, but just for Sly Cooper? I'm so down. <laughs> Let's become the worst people on the internet for Sly Cooper. Remake the Sly Cooper cut. <laughs> Man. We just start slandering Ghost of Tsushima. I would never. Oh, I know. Me neither. That'd be like but that'd be fun. like talking bad about uh, Army of the Dead. No. <laughs> Have you seen that yet? I no. forget. Nope. All right. You should, but yeah, yeah. someday. Yeah. Um, Rebel Moon. I can't wait for that. I'm actually genuinely. I'm excited, excited for, for it. I'm genuinely like, excited ex- for it. If, like I said. Anything that's not the things that I like when he's doing his own thing. Interested in seeing it. Who watches The Watchmen? Who watches The Watchmen? Um, if you oh. this. Am I? No, I'm not. I forget. 
I forget. Um, sorry, I started thinking about the show. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, am I Looking Glass? I'm not Looking Glass. I'm trying to remember who the character was that I think I really felt like. You know what? This has brought up an interesting thought experiment. Hmm. Um, if you if you were to uh accept all of your worst, like your your flaws, your worst character traits. Who do you think you would end up as? And I feel like, well, no, this is more of an aspirational sense, I guess. I would want to end up like Ozymandias. Okay. But realistically, I would end up being Kylo Ren. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, who would I be? Just like a bad, mean, manipulative man. <laughs> Just like putting way too much thought into how to undo people without getting my hands into it. But if I do get my hands into it, it's also not going to be a pretty sight. So if I what, you're Lex Luthor? I, I think if I were like a villain, I would be more overtly brutal than Lex tends to be. Okay. Uh, But... In terms of like trying to puppet master stuff, for sure. Oh, so Kingpin. Or in that sense. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Yes, mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I had to take the best parts of myself, I would be Superman. Um, that's sarcasm. That's not true. If I had to choose, because I picked the like we've established, I'm a loser. <laughs> no, no. I know. I just think You've it's really established funny. Your I just think it's really Don't funny. do that. And it's not true. I know. I know. What is it? We've established lots of superheroes who are really trying their best in this moment. Lots of suffering, uh, and uh, self. Uh, what is it? Self-loathing, right? <laughs> but if we had to, uh, uh, you know, axe out the self-loathing bit, and you're just a cool. Uh, actiony loser. I'd be Din Djarin. Yeah. 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 Doesn't know what a Star War is. <laughs> That's just hanging out in the outer rim. That's you. I don't want this lightsaber. Please take it away from me. <laughs> I just want to hang out with my baby. And, and no, <laughs> not my spear. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm mad they took his spear. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um that chainmail piece is not gonna fit the child in like a month, you fool. He's not growing that fast. I know, but I'm saying he's, like he's like fifty six now. Um yeah. I think is that it on, on self identifying? I think so. Yeah. Aspirational cool loser, Doomslayer. The only one they fear is you. Yeah. Yeah. Kratos. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's my I that's like my that other one. that's my other worst flaws, man. <laughs> You're the most toxic incel idea of a cool guy. Well look, I just I said Ozymandias and Kylo Ren. You can't act like 
like Kratos okay, doesn't no, fit right but in like, there. But Kylo Ren doesn't appeal to men as like a cool guy. Well, that's because he's actually a loser. Yeah. And Ozymandias, if people were like smart enough, they probably would be like, this is my Joker, you know, for Ozymandias. Yeah. But they're not. But they were too so mad like that... Um, Kratos, on the other hand... They were too mad that white supremacists were the bad guy in Watchmen TV show. Just, <laughs> like... Man, people are so dumb. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Racism is taught. Um, Let's do... <laughs> now I want to do a Star Wars one, but I don't know who I, like, would be. Um, Can I... Attribute a Star Wars character to you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I can. Chewbacca, because you're tall. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. No. Kanan you're... Jarrus. I wish. Is that uh? Who is that? Is that is that Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes. Yeah. Um. I wish I could be Kanan Jarrus, but. And you, Kanan Jarrus. Jedi Knight. Ahsoka? I, no. I wish never. Mm. I don't think we have anywhere near enough traits in common mm. to to say that at all. Mm. I love her. She's my favorite Star Wars character. Not true. Sebulba. <laughs> I'm queel. This is the only, I only said this because, only said this because I could not think about, um, what's his name? The guy that owned, uh, Shmi and Anakin. What is wrong with you? Because I just wanted, no, I just wanted to pick an awful character, but I couldn't think of his name. What's his name? I, I'm blanking too right now. Uh, any. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Him. The the terrible uh, Jewish stereotype. What's his name? It's really. It starts with like a G or something, right? Maybe. Watto. It was not with the G at all. (laughs) You're sitting there, Greedo. (laughs) Borgullet. Greedo. Um, you're K two S O. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's the one. Mm-hmm. You, to be honest, no, you're K2SO or you're R2D2. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. No, K2SO. I feel like I really like a, a good sassy robot. Yeah. I identify oh, with, it? A, yeah. with a good sassy robot. Robot from Invincible. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> I don't want to identify with any of the characters from Invincible. <laughs> not that I'm one. Mark. I sure hope not for the sake of your teeth. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> no, because like when I first watched Age of Ultron, I was like, wow, I, I really... Ultron's uh, sense of humor. I, I do that. And then I found out that Joss Whedon was like, he was sort of my self-insert. And I said, never mind. I've mm-hmm, never done that mm-hmm. in my life. I lied. I made it yeah. all up. You're Riker from Star Trek Next Generation. Because you'd be sitting in chairs never here. Happened. We made it up. We made it up. 
This one was invented by We a have to watch Next Generation at some point. I love Next Generation. I'm so down. Have you seen the entire thing or you just seen episodes? Because I've just seen episodes. I haven't seen the whole thing. I've just seen okay. episodes. Okay. I'm gonna Next Generation rock. We're gonna come back to this after I uh, after I watch ER for the podcast. And I'm gonna say here's who here's who we are from ER. And it's gonna change yeah, you like watch ER. it's gonna change like every and, six seasons. Cause then people are gonna yeah. be gone. Yeah. <laughs> You watch ER and Ash and I will watch Scrubs. Yeah. Nobody watches Grey's Anatomy. No. What are we, white women? Rachel is going to be so mad. That's on them. That's on them. Oh, I man. don't even feel bad. Oh, man. No, I know. It's it's just a joke. Shout but out to I But if I, uh, if I die in my sleep, you know what? Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I got a text Rachel. Um, should we talk about Young Justice now? Let's talk about Young Justice season four, episodes fourteen through seventeen. Yeah. Yes, that is episodes fourteen through seventeen. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to be sure. Okay, we are doing Calder's arc, but is it? Kinda. Yeah, that was yeah. Okay, are we gonna just jump right into problems? Cause that's one of my problems. No, cause I liked it overall. No, I liked it overall too. However, similar to the Zatanna, the magic yes. arc, I was annoyed that there wasn't a lot of like actual dealing with like self introspection. Um, yeah. You know, because, like, what is it? You realize Zatanna pulled, like, a big, like, pulled the fast one on everybody at the end. Like, you don't realize yeah. that through the the episodes, right? But, like... Zatanna is entering her Professor X arc. Yeah, but, like, yeah, you spend so much time with Connor and Gar and McGann in the first arc, and then um, Tigress and Cheshire in the second arc. And then arc. we've continued to spend so much time with Gar since then. Yeah. Too much. Too much. I did like... I liked that McGann confronted him, and then I was annoyed I with the intervention. Shout out Robot Man. Who was clearly voiced by Carrie Payton, but I really everyone wish... Everyone is voiced by I Carrie really, Payton in this show. Either, everyone in this arc is either voiced by Carrie Payton or Phil Lamar. In this show... Well, true, but I meant in this arc specifically, I just kept hearing... No, but I'm saying, like, starting at season three, yeah. Carrie Payton voiced every side Carrie character. Carrie Payton should be them, an executive anyone. producer on Young Justice. She honestly, like, Carrie Payton is making... He better be making so much money yeah. off this yeah. show because he voices so many people. Um, I wish they got Brendan Fraser. That's what I was... That's just what I was about to say. Yeah. That's just what I because was about to say. Because similarly to how... I've been like, Greg Sipes doesn't need a voice Beast, by, beast Boy yeah. every time. I said Beast Boy because that stupid bit we did forever ago where you were like, oh, this says Beast Boy. You don't even remember what I'm talking about. I had to about, think about it really hard. You fool. Anyway, um, in the same way, I'm like, Greg Sipes doesn't need a voice Beast Boy every time. Yeah. I'm like, Brandon Fraser needs to voice Robot Man that's, every that's time. That's Robot like, Man. <laughs> he is. He did yeah, it. He wins. He did. He did. Um, it was really nice to see him, though. I like his design. 
Me too. Um, but the, I was really into but it. yeah, I was very annoyed. I'm I'm just so I'm I'm fed up with because because Ash was saying, what is it? Ash was saying that they keep spending too much time on other things that are not related to the arc, that it was making her mad, and I only felt that way about the intervention scene. I I think in terms of a storytelling perspective, I agree that like they are doing too much stuff outside of what we should be focusing on at the moment. And that's been what they've been doing throughout what they do with the magic arc too. Yeah. But here, all the stuff that they went to was stuff I cared about besides yeah. the beast. Boy yeah. Cause, Cause I'm really enjoying Connor and his adventures with ghosty. That's phantom girl, right? Uh, young justice phantoms, I guess. Well, I no, know. but she, but they said that, th- because the Legion of Superheroes, we're jumping around just like they are. Um, <laughs> they said the Legion of Superheroes. We can't help ourselves. That's the show. Yeah. But the the Legion of Superheroes, they're like it because it was, um, because it was Saturn Girl, Chameleon Boy, and then I think it was Phantom Girl. Uh, I, I guess so, I have no idea. You know, I'm trying to think of like the the ten Legion of Superhero. <laughs> uh, I didn't characters. know dude's name was Chameleon. Boy, really? So. Okay. That was an alien. Yeah, no, that's Chameleon Boy, since he can, he can shapeshift. How many Legion of Superhero characters do you know? Lightning Lad, B- Bouncing Boy, yeah. is that yes. his name? The Wolf Guy. Oh, you don't even know Saturn his name. Girl. Okay. Obviously, yeah. I don't. I, werewolf by Night. Um. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. I hate you. <laughs> I am. I am stupid. That's four. Uh, Clark Kent, Superboy. That's yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> I know more, but well, Matter Eater Lad. That's not true. It's his name is Lad. So I <laughs> said it. He's a, no, I don't he's, know. A, he's a he's a Legion character. Is yes. he? <laughs> yes, he is. I should have guessed because his name is Lad. Yeah. There you go. That's that's six. Um. I do know others, but like they're not coming. Okay, more. all right. Let me let me let me do mine because it's going to be a lot of the same characters. If I can add some more, Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, Timberwolf, Bouncing Boy, Night. Phantom Girl, Chameleon Boy, Cosmic Boy, um, Arm Fall Off Boy, Metal Eater Lad, Metal Eater Lad. Is it matter or metal? I thought it was metal. Matter. It's matter. matter eater lad. Ow. I hit my headphones. Um, <laughs> um, Just podcasting. I know I can think of like one more. Brainiac 5. How did I forget him? <laughs> I love him. I'm so mad at myself. I didn't even count Superboy. He, yeah. yeah. He was one of my favorites. I love Brainiac 5. Yeah. I think the concept is great and I think he's the coolest. I give him a kiss. Yes showed up in that superman episode it was saturn girl and someone else i think it was cosmo boy i forget but yeah no i i i i loved legion of superheroes as a kid dude lightning lad's design is so cool it's cool but i was all about timberwolf that's why i was a little upset that you didn't know his name well yeah no but lightning lad is the one that i thought looked really, really oh cool. no yeah he's super dope i even like i i like cosmic boy but i, I think i like cosmic boy mostly because purple yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Lots of boys and lads. Well, yeah, it's that era, and it's all like you know, teen, yeah. whatever. 
I want to do Legion stuff in some capacity. Um, I really like it in the DCAU where Supergirl stays with the Legion. Yes. I, feel- I like I like that trend that they have been doing. So they did it with the DCAU where Supergirl is like, I'm in love with Brainiac 5, yeah. I'm staying in the future. And then um, in this where it's like, yes, we, the Legion of Superheroes, we love Superboy, Connor Kent, yeah. this is our man. Yeah. I'm like, I like this. Yeah, no, it's cool. I it's like cool. this a lot. Giving them all things to do that are not like, hey, be superheroes on Earth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's gonna be very. They're they're setting up a lot. I think the end of this season is gonna finish Vandal Savage's arc because we've been dealing with him a lot. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it is. I I realized today I was like phantoms is the subtitle for this show. Mm-hmm. Is that just referring to like Superboy and and Ghosty? No. What does that mean? I mean, I've been also I've been also trying to figure that out too. Um cuz Outsiders is very on the nose, so is Invasion. Yeah. Um I'm assuming that we are going to return to Infinity Island at some point in Nightwing's arc. I guess I'm going to assume that, but also Rock oh. Rocket's arc is next. Yeah, and it has to deal with new gods somehow. What? Yeah, that stresses me out. Yeah, I don't like me that too. You said that to me. Um, there's I, also here's the issue. I have no idea what the whole, like, what the big picture for season four looks like. Yeah. And we've seen four out of six. Arcs. I think it's only, and I and I would only have that problem. I only have that problem because of these last two arcs. Agreed. Yeah. Where it's like, if you were just doing these contained storylines that, you know, bled over as they needed yeah. to, which is what they've been doing with Connor and Miguel. I liked seeing, I liked seeing um, the magic crew show up at the big fire tornado thing in, at, right outside uh, Poseidonus. That was really funny to me. Um, no, yeah, it's fun seeing all the little crossovers and whatnot. But like, but yeah, the way stuff keeps going is really weird. But I think we are setting up for a like big Vandal Savage finale. The, for all the issues that season three had, I at least knew what, like, what our bad guy mm-hmm. was and what we were doing mm-hmm. about it. And for this, it's just like very abstract. Yeah. You know, where it's like clearly Vandal Savage is doing stuff and he's doing it in the shadows, which is how he does things. This is a but like it doesn't this has been the least about the team that Young Justice has ever been. As in like the team as yeah, a, a unit. Yeah. Cause it's my, just about these guys. No, yeah, because that's my thing, 'cause like well, as a unit, but then also like I get kind of not getting into Zatanna's psyche because Zatanna was never like fully a fleshed out character like the original five sure. or but six. But I feel like as as a writer, it's sort of your duty to no, no. get into that. No, no, no. You yes, you're you're right. That's how you're, you're right. But I'm yeah. I'm bringing that up because so much of Calderon's arc in this in this arc 
is about other people being like, bro, you're so tired. You need to chill out. And we don't ever actually see him wrestle or deal with that. How like for real is experiencing all of Cause that. Cause he says yeah, he has hand. like two moments. He has the moment in the beginning. He has the moment when he's talking to uh wind. And yeah. then at the end, he's like, all right, I'm a rest now. Yeah. And I'm like, but where was all of that? Where was all of that? Like, it feels like, it right. feels like we, this was like a, a somewhat of a recreation of the Martian arc to a degree. Yeah. But just yeah. not as, involved with the characters with with the character that we're supposed to be focusing on because i love atlantis so i was really enjoying this arc for all those reasons i love uh mira i love aquaman yeah um i like seeing i like seeing after little uh after this sorry god no what's his name what's the what's their son's name i forgot his name is boy boy I don't know. Um, no, but I like seeing their their kid do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, King Shark, Topo, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I just love seeing all the different ways that they do Atlantis stuff. Yeah. I liked the the political tensions going on between the city states. Yeah. I was really vibing with all. I of like that. that King Neris wasn't big opposing strongman and more just like annoying. Father-in-law stand-in. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're voting for me. Yeah. That, <laughs> I'm not voting for you. I'm voting me. for me. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Bro, um, sit down. The stuff with Arian and Orm, and I didn't even catch the Orm twist exactly. Was That was okay. very confusing. So, the real Orm was in prison, mm-hmm. escaped, mm-hmm. got killed his consciousness was transferred to Arian but like a clone of Arian's body a clone of Arian's body made from the DNA from his flute the fact okay here's another thing I'm mad about the fact that I've seen this immortal man die two times makes me so upset yeah here stop pounding me over the head with the fact he's immortal when you've killed him twice in front of me yeah and it's a clone of him that dies the second time. I'm like, words have meanings. You can't just be like immortal and yeah. then kill him. It's annoying. Yeah, man. But yeah, they made a clone of Vandal Savage's immortal kid or grandkid or whatever. And then they cloned Orm to use as a puppet to do stuff. And then I I liked that Arthur is like, Oh, you you get a second chance. You're a clone. Yeah. You this is blah blah blah. Kind of like how they did yeah. the like Roy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or Will. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It made me think uh whenever they did that scene with Superboy where he is seeing all these things happen and then the bad Superboy that he faced in season 2 or whatever it was. Season Snaps. one. It, it was Yeah, it's the end of season one. Okay. Snaps Clark's neck. I was like, hmm. I thought that was really funny. It, it was, but I was thinking, and then the Legionnaires are like, we need you to be at Happy Harbor, Rhode Island 10 years from now. I'm like, oh, so like two seasons. Um, That's else, that was also my now. thought, yes. Yeah. 
two to four seasons to be fair yeah. if if we want to be fair to them yeah because we're now four years we are 15 or whatever or 10 years anyway you mm-hmm. get the point um what if they're doing Superboy Prime stuff? And I don't think they're doing Superboy Prime stuff, but like, <sighs> I want Superboy Prime back. I am, in I am interested. I am very interested in that because all I could think of was like Infinite Crisis. What would what would be a thing that's so crucial for Superboy to be yeah. there for? You yeah, know? no, that was my same thing. And the way that they phrased it was like. Are they, is this one like Superboy actually dies? Yeah. Because that's what it seemed like. Yeah. And if so, Superboy Prime. Thinking about it. And seeing the evil Superboy, like all these things are in my head, and I'm like, hmm. I don't know. I am wondering. I don't know. All in all, I think the Atlantis part, <laughs> the Atlantis part of this arc is is the least interesting part of the arc well there's gar stuff but but, that's because yeah yeah yeah. i disagree because i'm so like into all of that stuff okay let me clarify i think the resolution of it kills it for me because i was like arian's back what and they're like is a clone and this and i'm like oh oh that part i didn't like but the fact that we end where it's like and mira's king i'm like that's cool yeah and then arthur's like yeah, I'm going to join the Justice League and He's like, oh, Calder's like, all right, well, I'll step aside. He's like, nah, bro. They got four Green Lanterns and two Flashes. Yes. They can handle two the Aquamans. The most important point a character could make. Yeah. I loved it. So, it made me so happy. Yeah. I was like, or yes. three. And I was like, Lagan? Also, yeah. shout out to Lagan's uh, poly relationship. He has the look. Yeah, and that was the that was the funny part. I was like, really, out of everyone, <laughs> she has she has the look too. To be honest, with they her hair, do. they do, they do, they all, they do. all do. Um, oh. no, but I did think it was funny. I was like, oh, okay, you're gonna you're gonna institute a, a poly relationship, but you're gonna make it the weird fish man. Shout out Yuri Lowenthal. Yuri Lowenthal is Lagan. It's so out of Killing his wheelhouse it. that I like forget. Like I did not even think about that. His his performance, especially in the in the last episode when they're like in the cave yeah. fighting the big crab yeah. and then the big scary monster and all that stuff, and he's doing his thing. I was like, "Good job, you're." They've really, really managed really to turn me around on Lagan because I hated Lagan in season yeah, two. Yeah, everyone did. Bro, this man sitting there, and I. This is when I re remembered that it was Yuri Lowenthal. Is when he was talking, and he was like. He's talking to Wind, right? Yeah. I love like, Wind, by the way. Me too. He's oh, he's, he's so great. cool. I like that they were in there so long that they're like, now we have facial. Yeah, that was that was funny. I'm like yes, I loved it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was like, I held this petty grudge against Connor, and you know, I've gotten over it. I'm so far over it by now, but I never told yeah. him, and now I'll never get to. And that weighs on. I'm like, <sighs> yeah. No, yeah, it's great. I it's hated great. you and was really glad you weren't in the show. And then now I, <laughs> I love you. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Young Justice is cool. I just wish like, I just wish they could get it together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I wish things could be focused. I wish that we would have a real end goal in mind that 
encapsulates all these characters that we've done stuff with and gives light to the ones that we haven't done stuff with. And I love, there's so many cool things going on where it's like, you know, we're tackling burnout with Aqualad and we're tackling, you know, this thing and that thing. And Violet is on binary and like, there's all this cool stuff going Mm -hmm. on. I'm like, cool. But the show though, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I realized something, and I just want to prep. I want to prep you for this, and then we're gonna have to prep Ash for this, since Ash is our mm-hmm. our, our resident Young Justice buddy. Um, no matter what, even if we like the next two arcs, the ending is gonna be terrible because the season finale for every single Young Justice is awful. Season two. Not awful in the ways that every other season is. Just okay, more more ha- more heartbreaking than anything. Season two has a really good yeah. ending, actually. But the yeah. ending of season one is awful. The ending of season three is also terrible. Young Justice. I was really Young Justice about is all like the cyborg stuff. An immersive sim. Because <laughs> it's really good character interaction. And all the intricacies of everything, all the world building school, and then just a really, really terrible ending. Okay. Yeah. I I was just really hyped about all the cyborg stuff happening at the tail end of season three. So that's what I remember. That's all I sure. remember. I'm not saying there aren't cool things that happen in, in their endings, but the season season one ending of Young Justice is like Yo we fought the justice league and we stopped the thingy, but there's some stuff that we missed out on. Oh, happy new year. And then season two is like five years later. And I'm like, okay. And then yeah, they're like, uh, what is it? End of season two is like actual built season two. Is season two the best season of young justice? No, it's still season one. Yeah. But season two has the better ending. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Season two is the better ending. Okay. But season one is the best. If Young Justice started at any season besides mm-hmm. one, I would not be down. Yeah. Like I, w- I would enjoy the show, but I would not be down the way that I'm down for it right sure. now. Sure. I would. There's a chance I might have dropped it the way that I often do with DC shows. Well, season one, I feel, operates as it should as, like, a DC cartoon at that period of, like, here are the characters and here are shenanigans we get into. But then there's, a, like, that's why that's part of the reason why Young Justice is was a little bit groundbreaking in terms of a DC cartoon because it was, like, here is this overarching story and, like, here are these threads we're going to continue to pull on, right? Because, I mean, with, with like, the DCAU, it would be, like, two-parter episode. A lot of Young Justice Season 1 is, like, here's a mini story arc, and we're going to jump from story arc to story arc, right? And then Young Justice... Did I say Young Justice or Justice League? Because I meant Justice League. I don't remember. I'm lost. Because you said Justice League, and then you said Young Justice. Okay, sorry, I yeah. Justice I don't League, know where we're at season, Yeah, Justice League original is, like little mini story arcs almost as if you were just watching a comic book right then justice league unlimited is like here are episodes dedicated to this one issue and then we'll come back to it in like a later episode right um 
and then Superman and Batman, they had their occasional two-parters, but, like, it'd be, like, very, like, you can, like, just pop on an episode and be, like, cool. Um, Yeah. And there are some episodes of Young Justice, at least season one, I feel like you can do that with. Like, you can play the uh, cold-hearted episode of Young Justice and be like, this is really good, right? You can you can pop on, like, a yeah. lot of them and be like, this is cool. Yeah. Um, and then season two, we get way more into, like, here is an over, overarching story. And then season three, we also get back to that, but it's still a little weird. Season three is weird. And I give it a little bit of a pass because it's like it's been so long. We need to play a little bit of catch up. Yeah. But also, like, there's so much happening, right? It will forever baffle me the more that I think about it. That when we got back Young Justice, the story they decided to tell was with this really niche random team in the DC universe, you know? Yeah. And thought this is the story we need to tell with Young Justice. The fact that we started and we're like, who's our main character we're focusing on? Black Lightning, yeah. an adult man. Yeah. And I'm like, it's weird. Now listen, I love him. It's cool. No, yeah. What are what are we doing though? Yeah. Like, why is this a young justice? If I could, thing? If I could I, get to like pick it, Greg Wiseman or Brandon Vietti's mind on this, I would love to. I really want to know, like. Not even from my usual, like, why is Young Justice the way it yeah. is right now? But, like, from the point of view of what what was it that you decided for Young Justice, I'm going to tell the outsider story? Because yeah. it's, it's a baffling choice. Yeah. And I love Forager. I love seeing him again in this arc, right? Yeah. I love Violet. I love, you know... I loved seeing Brion and how he interacts with these characters and all this stuff. It like it's cool. Yeah. Why is this a Young Justice thing? And I don't have any answer at all. Yeah, Ash was right when she said it's the DC Universe show, but not in the way that you would want it to be. Yes. Spinoff. That's the thing. Like I know they can't spin off because <laughs> they don't even know if they're going to get another season all the time. Which is ridiculous. It is. I hate that it's but, a constant <laughs> topic of conversation yeah. when this when this subject comes up. Yeah. No, it's 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 so Just stupid. give them the WB money. People like to... the show. You like the show probably. Just just give them the money. Yeah. Just like for I had issues with season two, but that's mostly the time skip and the lack of focus on these the the new team, right? I don't think that season two has that problem as much. What do you mean? I feel like they focus on uh, there are several people they just kind of throw off to the side, but there's a lot of characters part of the new team that they give a lot of focus to. Blue Beetle yeah. Impulse. Who else? Yeah. Who else? I mean, Lagan gets I mean, a little focus. Just because he's with Miguel. Well, yeah. And it's not even like him as a person. We don't dive into like who he is. Really. Sure. Like who, who from the new team do we get stuff from really? Like really? Besides Blue Beetle and Impulse. And it's no one. The answer is no one. Beast Boy? 
a little bit, but that's mostly in seasons three and four. Like he's in stuff in season two. He gets more than other people on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I I just I'm still not, I'm not I'm 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 on this train with you. I'm just in a different cabin cuz I get what you mean, yeah. but I'm also not too hung up about that, you know? Yeah, I know. Recast Greg Sutton. No, I'm kidding. Um Yeah. I just This show frustrates me so much. Yeah. It does I, because I love it and I love the characters. Yeah. And they do me dirty at every turn. Thank God Connor's not dead. Not at every though, turn. So. I told you he wasn't gonna be dead. I know, but they scared me. Yeah. With the magic arc, they scared me. I said I was gonna keep believing. Yeah. And I'm glad I did, but you know. Yeah. Well, is that it? Did we talk about that enough? I think so. Yeah. Well, I feel like you and I will probably have more to talk about off podcasts once we sit with this a little bit more. Does the new episode come out tomorrow? Or is it Wednesdays or Thursdays? I don't know. We're recording this on I'm a Tuesday sure. for the listener. All right, whatever. I don't know when new episodes drop. I think this one I'm going to watch episode by episode. I probably will. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, future of the podcast. What are we gonna? Excuse me, I had to burp. What are we gonna talk about next week? What are we gonna talk about going forward? Next week we're gonna talk about Dune the movie. Yeah. And I will be done with the book by then. Okay, I'm pretty sure. You're talking about so I'll. You talk about the first half of Moon Knight. Into that. We could. I'm thinking we just save Moon Knight for when it's over. Mm, okay. Because it's six episodes. Yeah, I know. But we can talk about Atlanta. We can talk about Atlanta. I haven't but watched in, last in, week's episode. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, this week's episode has yet to come out, so. In the future, yeah. So, coming up, we'll be talking about Dune 2022, 2021, 2021. 2021. Dune, we'll be talking about uh, Moon Knight and Atlanta, and all these things are stuff you have to look forward to. Yeah. So yeah. Um. All right. So I just want to give you a heads up because I decided to check the calendar. It's three weeks till we have to start Star Wars. Okay. Lots of Oscar Isaac talk is going to be happening on this. Podcast. Hey man, I'm okay with it. Yeah, me too. I'm okay with I love it. Yeah. Um. Hey, thank you for listening to another episode of Foiled Again. Yeah. For loyal listeners, uh, if you've gotten here, be sure to give us a, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah, whatever you uh, listen to. And review to. us on Apple Podcasts, because once there's enough of those, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to read reviews, because I would love to know what people have to say. Yeah. If, if you're funny enough, it might even be on the show. I won't promise that. I'm not promising it. Yeah. You think our fan base is funny? You probably are. We love you. Thank you. Hmm, I don't know. I know some of my don't friends. Don't pick on them. Oh, <laughs> no, good point. All right, so. <laughs> um, 
You can follow the podcast at FloatAgainCast on Twitter.com. Here. You can follow my boy uh, Justin over here at Kylo Reese on Twitter and Instagram. And you can go to Twitch.tv slash Kylo Reese to watch my man stream. Here. We're about to be done with uh, Telltale's Batman. If you're listening to this, then we are done with Telltale's Batman. And I don't know what I'm going to play. I don't know what I'm going to play next. So I'm going to take a while to take, take some time to figure that out. You said Final Fantasy VII Remake last time. Yeah, but I'm thinking, the more I think about it, the more I'd like to play something that I haven't finished or played yet. Good plan. So I will I will return to that eventually. But cool. I'm trying to figure uh, out what you I'm going Yeah, check, check him out when he streams. I'll be streaming. Uh, you know, because he'll be doing that. You can follow me at k.cruz, K-D-O-T-C-R-U-Z. Uh, check me out. I got a little story in my pinned tweet that was published, so you can read that if you're interested. Read it. Uh, and yeah, read it, boy. We talk to each other on Twitter. And if you think we're funny here, what's wrong with you? But if you do, <laughs> uh, we also tweet at each other, and that's funny sometimes as well. Yeah. So you know, thanks for listening. Uh, we love you. Goodbye. Adios.